Welcome to the Tools They Use podcast, the ultimate personal productivity podcast covering the apps and tools to help you get things done, exploring the workflows, resources, and automation of successful individuals, and so much more. Now over to your host, Francesco D'Alessio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tools They Use podcast. It is Francesco here, and today, actually, just only me. Um, today, I'm going to be doing something that I didn't do in Series 1, which is like a solo podcast. Um, I'm really nervous for this, actually, because I've never done like a solo podcast. Even me talking more than five minutes, I sort of get myself a little bit bored. Um, so hopefully, this one will give you... Um, a really uh, different take on things. I'm going to be talking today about the topic of the future of productivity apps. So hopefully we'll be diving into some really awesome topics. So guys, just before we jump in, Series 2 sponsor, SetApp. It is amazing to have them in the uh, Series 2 uh, side of stuff. It, they, they've been an amazing support um, and they basically have a uh, Mac subscription service uh, giving you access to hundreds of Mac applications are under one monthly rate. So I'm going to include all of the lovely stuff in the show notes. So you can go away, download them. If you're in time for episode one, we're doing a giveaway there. should be the week after, so you might just get it uh, in time. Um, but do check the previous episode out for that giveaway. But anyway, guys, the topic of the future of productivity apps. I did a, a, a YouTube video last week about this, um, and I got uh, some really great comments back from this. Um, I want to talk today about specifically creation creation applications that allow you to essentially create the productivity workspace that you want. Now, let me take you back maybe to 2005, 2006 sort of time. This is a time when I sort of started to fall in love with software. This is not something that I really like specifically fell in love with. I remember just software being around on the computer and me just going, wow, this is amazing. And I don't know whether a lot of people remember it specifically, but a lot of the software was sort of kicking out in terms of the productivity space. Of course, we had the popular apps like Word and things like that, but in terms of personal productivity, this is is where things really started to evolve. Anyway, skip forward maybe three or four years, five years, we started to see sort of like a bit of a change. Productivity apps started becoming a bit more adopted. We had the rise of uh, Wunderlist and, and Todoist and some of those applications, Evernote, for example. People started to get used to it. And then we skip forward uh, maybe a little more, three more years. We start to see everyone pretty un- much understanding personal productivity applications. And that doesn't necessarily mean they all use them, but most of them get it. Apps are becoming much more consistent and much easier to use. And now skip forward to 2018, we sort of pretty much know what's going on and we're sort of not a bit bored, but almost like, how do we create our own workspaces? And this is a topic that a lot of the newer productivity applications have started to address. Now, in the last year, an application called Notion has made a fair amount of waves. And Notion is an app that basically allows you to create your own workspace using this almost canvas design. You've got pretty much a white page with an outline on the left-hand side, allowing you to plot out your pages, almost like an intranet to some extent. This is something I actually found and explored in June 2017 and pretty much fell in love with over the next couple of months. 
Now, the application is pretty much trending at the moment in the productivity space, and for good reason. People are finding a haven in Notion because it gives them the flexibility to design whatever workspace they want. Now, of course, it hasn't got some of the more intricate functions that apps like Airtable have, integrations, just yet, but it's on the brink of adding all of that. And of course, these applications will make it more accessible to everyone, allowing to bring in other services as well as link up with other popular sort of functionality. But the whole concept of this is amazing. Being able to create your own workspace is literally the thing that is gonna change the next bit of productivity software. We're seeing this actually now with a fair amount of other applications. Ones to shout out, we're seeing with Coda. Coda is a new document application allowing you to pretty much create your own workspace to some extent, but pretty much you know implementing the tools like Dropbox Paper has, allowing you to create tables, allowing you to go in more detail, create Gantt charts and everything like that. We're seeing it with monday.com in terms of their project management side of stuff, as well as with Airtable, adding there a new additional function called blocks. We have seen this in the past, maybe the last two, three years, with a few hints with applications like Zenkit. Zenkit allows you to create your own columns, your own areas, and modify the viewing angles of different things so that you can change it to a custom setup that you want. Now, of course, there are so many other applications that are starting to implement it. We just saw Todoist last week introduce a pinned or favorite to your different bar, allowing you to get access to all of your most useful uh, different filters, labels, and projects that you have on. And of course, we've seen it with Trello recently, allowing them to add new columns and create modified field sections. So this idea of creating your own productivity application is becoming more and more readily available. We also have AI becoming a huge factor in productivity applications. Of course, AI really isn't quite there yet. and We're only seeing micro doses of it. Like for example, with Todoist again, they created something called Smart Schedule, allowing you to detect all of the task usage. And then basically once you want to, let's say you get to an evening and you're like, I can't complete these tasks. They will be auto rearranged uh, if of course you wish um, two different dates that the actual calendar or the task uh, analysis finds suitable to your routine. So there's really a huge uh, progression in terms of AI, but it's really not there yet. And I think creation of productivity apps followed by the applications inside the creation tools will be the next step for productivity tools. Anyway, guys, I hope that you enjoyed my sort of musings on this. Um, I did a full article on Medium as well as a YouTube video on this, but this one was probably my longest take on it so far. So, guys, I hope that you enjoyed it. Let me know in the comments or on Twitter what you think at Francesco D underscore A L E S. I'd really love to hear from you. Anyway, guys, without further ado, let me just uh, mention our final message which is the official sponsorship for Series 2, which is Setapp. Uh, it's so great to have them on board. Setapp are a subscription service for Mac, allowing users to get access to hundreds of apps and resources under a set monthly rate. So it's great to have them as a sponsor. Um, but without further ado, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this one. Let me know in the comments what you think, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode here on the Tools They Use podcast. Anyway, guys, thanks so much. I'll see you guys soon. Cheers.